Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi, Care. Hey, Lara. You guys are listening to a bonus episode. Sexy. Sexy. <laughs> Unique, Unique podcast. Podcast bonus. bonus for the final TSB. Uh, what a the journey. final tough Sicilian bitches. It's been a journey, and I'm. It's been a journey. And I'm proud of it. I'm pr- so proud of all the work we've done. I. It's really wild to think that when we decided to just like keep going with tough Sicilian bitches. It was March and now it's August. Like it feels like 
a year ago that we decided. Or it's like both a long time ago and yesterday. It's the weirdest experience. It's like time is like an accordion. <laughs> no, I remember you... I remember you text. It was like right when COVID. It was like the first weekend of COVID. It was the dawn of COVID. And you were like, I'm going to need this to help. Yeah. Keep myself warm Italian comfort. And I was mm-hmm. like, totally. It was like, it might have been the same day as En Mas. I think it was like En Mas adjacent. En Mas pushed me to a place of just needing my northern Italian Jersey ladies. <laughs> To embrace me with a warm hug and then slap me across the face and call me a whore. As I've said, though, I wasn't wrong. What? It was a place of honor. Actually, you were absolutely right. And it turned out to be 1000% on Moss. That just keeps going. At that point, it <laughs> I'm, turned, kidding. I was I'm, like, I'm not trying to be like, I'm right. I was no, I know but what you're it, saying. It, it was. You were, but you were also absolutely right to like shut me out for a few hours because you needed to, you needed, you needed me to just shut the fuck up for a second. Yeah. There's, this has been an interesting time of learning how different people deal with problems that are going on in the world. And especially it's like a unique time because the entire world is experiencing the same thing at once. So it really like opens your eyes and like, then the choice falls on you as far as mm-hmm. like what you're going to engage with and what you can't engage with. And I just, at that mm-hmm. moment I like couldn't engage with it on my, <laughs> you had every right to shut me up <laughs> or to shut me off. I was like, okay, I'll talk to you later. And then okay. Okay. Amazing. So, but, but it bye. is, it has been, it's been like a six month journey of the show, which is yeah. crazy. It's crazy. It's and the then longest season of my life. It by the end I was like oh, and then even like, like today like I'm just like oh my god like it's a trying it's a trying journey and really the only thing that makes it better to just emotionally engage with is knowing that Teresa goes to jail and like changes her perspective. But if mm-hmm. she had never gone to jail, I would have I would have gone to jail. You know what I mean? Wait, should we just do Tough Sicilian first? Yeah, we're Fuck it. We're not doing a bonus episode. We're not right doing now. a bonus <laughs> episode. Is that real? Right. No. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. You Whoa. guys just, we are we were going to do bonus and then this just turned into TSB. This was this is the one. This is the final Tough Sicilian bitches. Tough Sicilian bitches. We're tough, tough we're Sicilian sons of bitches. And we're bitches. Use Use some tough Sicilian bitches over here. Sons of bitches! That's my... <laughs> also, this season never really lived up to the first episode, ever. Never. You can't... Never. It's so hard to start on a note with a full-blown brawl at a baby's christening. Where do you I go got, from there? I kind of wish that it had been, like, either a midpoint or... And then the rest of the season was dealing with that. Like, I guess it had to set the tone, but, like, I just... I wish it had been more like the hair pulling episode, which was like the mid season climax. Mm-hmm. Cause that was such good. Cause even when that season was starting to drag a little, like when that happened, you were just like, Oh my God. And it like carried you kind of into the finale. Yeah. This got really trying after a while. Like just that 
same dynamic playing out. It's like, how many episodes can you watch where you're just like, God, Teresa is such a fucking psycho. And like, yeah, there's no evolution. Yeah. Like there's no resolution or evolution in this person's like character. But also it's like, I guess this show was in its nascent stages. So the producers, when you strike gold, like a brawl at a christening, you have no choice, (laughs) but to just lead with that. No, you have, and it was, I mean, in, in some way it was a bold, it was a bold first episode to introduce new characters like that and then to have them literally brawling. Yeah. I applaud the whole team. Congrats to the team. And I like, a, I like making a bold choice like that. No, it was, it was punk. I, I have to give them that. But at, but at the same time, it was the great tragedy of this season was that nothing, you got such a taste of. I mean, explosive family drama that nothing could go there. Yeah. I mean, nothing could nothing could be live up to that. And it just kind of sailed. I mean, there were moments that were like intense and, and funny and, and compelling. But I'd say overall, I'd give this season overall a C. I'd give it... Um... Or B, I'll give it a B. I'll give it a B just for the brawl alone. Yeah, I would say a B minus oh. for me, just because a B for brawl, but then minus for mm-hmm. everything else that happened. And I'll give. I'm not going to give. I'm going to give it a solid B, and I'm not going to give it a B minus, mostly for Rosie. Okay. Yeah, we did get a little bit of Rosie. I like it, seeing any flashbacks of her <laughs> watching in the window to make sure that no one's fucking with Kathy. I like Rosie's keeping an eye on things. She's wearing pirate. What is she wearing? She's wearing a shirt, but then her silk like. I think it was just a silk scarf that she tied. It was a very Johnny Depp move, which I respect. Yeah, she was, but she's just watching in the windows. And then when they when she sees them hugging, you see Rosie just nodding. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. We'll be good with this one. (laughs) But yeah, I was, um, I guess season four kind of picks back up again. Season four, I think is better. I went on the Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. No, you need to like really, you needed to really like get into the, once we, now we know the dynamics, so it's going to be more. Yeah. We'll get to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What happens in season four? They go, don't they go on that retreat? I can't even remember now. I was just trying to see what season, like they actually are going to jail or like Joe's going to jail. Like when everything kicks in and people are really like the or the Judy J's mainly are going through a place of change. I think Joe went to jail. A- there was a period there was like a week or something where Joe went to jail, I think, in the next season. For like think, a preliminary and and she then they tell the girls that he like went on had to go trip. to like yeah. a trip thing. <laughs> if you're Italian American and your dad go mysteriously disappears and then you're told that he's just on vacation, he's in he's jail. A, yeah, he's, he's in, in prison. Jail. He's at Rikers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Let's hope not. Um, yeah, it's, he's going away for a while. Mm-hmm. He went away. He's on a fishing trip. I think that's what okay. Danny. Remember Danny? Danny Provenzano? His, Danny? 
Danny Provisano. Provisano. His wife in the do- in the YouTube documentary about Danny's life, which I really think everyone should watch. Or should I still have to see it? Oh my god. He says that his wife told his kids that he went to jail. But he or that he went on a fishing trip. Mm. But I think he was in jail for a really long time. He was in jail for like twelve years. Yeah. Danny and I know Danny and I have a lot in common because we've both been to prison. <laughs> the fuck? Danielle, Danielle. is she's really celebrating life right now. She got her she got some extensions taken out recently. Mm-hmm. I that video was soothing. Yeah. Where she got her extensions cut at a salon in a mask. Mhm. She's never been happier. Wait, someone sent me a photo of an old photo of Kelly Ripa from like 1999 with Danielle. Yeah. What the, were they friends? Someone sent me that too. I, so Danielle, I guess claims that she and Kelly were friendly because they both grew up in New Jersey, but then someone else claims that Kelly, like they were just at the same party randomly and then danielle asked to take a picture with her <laughs> kelly grew up near me in, in south jersey kelly grew south up in camden jersey. county so she's that doesn't make sense because danielle grew up in like bayonne yeah or they were like teenagers at the same time or something it's unclear victoria sent that victoria i'm looking the, for it victoria tomeo she was the reader who sent those amazing clips of her, uh, herself at the posh fashion show. Oh, amazing. She like crashed it. Instagram makes it r- difficult to like look for anything in your DMs. I've got to be quite honest for you. I have some uh, critiques of Instagram. I have some I'd critiques like to for share. Instagram. And I'd like to share them. What does it say though that the whole time we're talking about this season we keep talking about Danielle. Danielle. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I need to point out just as we begin is that scene when um, Andy brings up that Albert Manzo was fired by Chris Christie, I believe. Yeah. And what was Caroline's her re- her answer made no sense. Her answer was like a really well media trained like deflection that like it was so smoothly delivered that you don't even realize that your whole line of questioning has been shut down. And she's like, I just came away from that entire interaction. And I just wrote crime family. He was the totally. commissioner. He was, he was the, the New Jersey water commissioner of water in New Jersey. I was what like, does this. he know? <laughs> huh? What does he know about water? That's what I What's said. What's he know about water? What? I want to ask. Danielle would say something about it. Oh, Danielle would have nothing but opinions. And then he was Caroline's, basically the Baron. Yeah, he was like in charge of water. But then also prior to that, Andy said that he read that Albie is in, trying to become the deputy sheriff of Hudson County. I was like, this family plays both sides, and they do it well. They do Caroline, it well. I, my, I, my one thought watching this was, she's got an answer for everything. She sure does. She 
it's an immediate. She says, Caroline, if you listen to her, she denies everything. Is Albie depressed? No, he's serious. He's very serious. Of what was happened it, last year, she can always tie it back to something. She's like the grand matriarch, the grand dom of her family. She's not letting anything get by her to ruin her family's reputation. Are you too hard on Lauren? No. <laughs> I'm a pit bull. Back to the commissioner of water. I remember Caroline's answer was there was some confusion because we have some space over the brownstone that people was saying was an apartment and it's not an apartment. It was like, what is what is that? No, that mean? was I hadn't had nothing. I was like, wait, why are you talking? Was it because did he do some tax write off on this property? Was it like part of some like tax thing? He got in trouble with the governor, basically. Yeah. D- and Caroline was so. She, she was answered so, a question uh, about some, and she gave an answer to completely a question that was never asked. Gene, pretty it genius. Kind of, it was very Trumpian. Yeah, we should all take a page out of that book, and then if someone asks you, like, "Did you steal this lipstick from Rite Aid?" Then you say. There was a plant I liked, and I thought I was going to buy it, but I didn't buy it. And then, what? Where do you go from there? It, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was insane. It was like, um. Oh, okay. Are you googling it? Hmm. The governor. Uh, pressured Manzo to resign as a commissioner at the North Jersey District Water Supply. This is not personal between me and the governor, and there's no animosity, Mm. Albert said. Uh, He came under scrutiny after Chris Christie accused him of deceiving the public by fibbing about his address for more than a decade. Albert has listed his official residence as an apartment at the Brownstone Restaurant. Oh... Mm. His which is residence. located in one of the 12 municipalities that the commissioner that the commission serves and that was so to in order to take the job he had to be Live. in that zone and his official residence in franklin lakes is not there mm. i mean that's very crooked that's really crooked that's like a straight up lie some may say and that's him. I mean, a total lie. And that's him. That's him he, assuming a government position by lying. by lying about where he lives for years. That's so to stay in, pow- in a position of power. Stay, but in a position of power where like he's a water commissioner. Like, what does he know again? What does he know about the water? Nothing. But also so, to when you control, it's like in Dune, control the spice. He who controls the spice controls the universe. Yeah. He who controls control the water, water controls Jersey. Seriously, though. I he mean, does. if you control, if you were like kind of in charge of a either you can help a region out. or state's water, you can, you have a lot of power. True. So that's, and it's a, it's a job to, and, Oh my god, they're so shady. I was kind of speechless. And every time I learn more information about how shady the Manzos are, I, I think back to Danielle and I'm like, damn, she's not she wasn't that wrong to be that afraid. No. <laughs> we should probably hire bodyguards 
once we're done with this. Or we won't be doing any more Tough Sicilian Bitches episodes. We won't be doing any more Tough and Caroline uh, told Radar Online, I support my husband 1,000%, and there are no Im- improperties here. He's proud of what he did on the board. He's doing it because he loves his state and community and doesn't want to bring any negativity. Mm-hmm. Way to spin it. Queen of spin. <laughs> the queen. The spin <laughs> queen, queen herself. Spin Caroline. queen Caroline Manzo. She the comes Duchess in like a hurricane spin. and spin, spin, spin. Yeah. Damn. That is fucking shady. Yeah. Incredibly like, shady. There's probably... So that just shows you that he was only in that position for power yeah and what was he truly getting out of that well bribes i mean chris christie was fucking corrupt so it's all i mean he he's he like closed the george washington bridge or something to punish he was very machiavellian as camille would say machiavellic (laughs) camille grammar he was very uh, punitive in his against his enemies. So, you know. But if Chris Christie has to pressure you to step down, you know you've really fucked up. Damn, that was a bombshell, though. I was like, it's his place. We, Our home is eight miles from the brownstone. And sometimes he just leads to lay his tired head down on a pillow. It's a sometimes- cot. I need to get away where I can just watch TV. That's all I'm doing, just watching TV. <laughs> but why? But why did he list it as his residential address when he the Brownstone didn't is live his there? Home. It's his home away from home. It's as he spends more time there with, and I watch all my TV there, so it's kind of like a home. I don't even have a TV at my at my 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 official house. We have no TVs there. The only TVs are at the Brownstone. So I have to get my little car and drive eight miles to the Brownstone. That's a long walk. So we we decided (laughs) I got to go. I got to go watch the Masked Singer and and Dancing with the Stars and, and, you know, all the works. I always say, I've always said, home is where the TV is. Home is where the TV, the chips are, and they're all there. <laughs> home is where so the I, cot is, and the cot's upstairs like, at the brownstone. Home, I've always <laughs> said, ever since I was a kid, I always said, home is where the cot is. Anyone and who knows there, me. It's an ew. Just like a, a <laughs> she's basically said, it's a blank, an empty apartment with a sole cot in the middle of the room. It's like an army barracks. For yeah. One. No, it's I, like it's probably it's like literally a, like a probably has like a leather couch in it and like a random knight statue and like a huge entertainment center. Okay, but also eight miles is not that far. No, that's a ten but, minute drive if you're taking so, highways to get there. It's ten to fifteen minutes depending on how fast you go. Why does he need to just crash? Sometimes he just. He works long hours. He needs a place to rest his head. <laughs> I call bullshit. I call <laughs> Carrie's bullshit. doing the Z-way, like, look into the camera move. Hmm? I, I, like, find myself in, doing that in my head, like, multiple times a day. Just seeing stuff. Yeah. Z-way. <laughs> iconic. Hmm? Um, well, didn't you... Didn't you mention that someone... 
sent us like a gossip thing about the New Jersey Housewives and that Albert apparently had a guma. I can't recall. I'm sure he did. I mean, I'm sure, like, I'm sure he fucked. No, I don't. I draw the line at gumas. No, but maybe that was where. But I think that if you have like a room, if you're a man or a woman and you have your home away from home, like Carrie Bradshaw's original apartment and she wanted to spend some time there, but then got mad when Big wanted to spend some time there. Chances are someone's going to fuck someone outside of the marriage at the home away from home. I've always said you should never gender your tryst pads. Never. You should never gender your home away from home. A woman can have a home away from home just as much as a man. A woman who works long hours, she needs a place to rest her head. She needs a place to rest her head. I think it's like, it's it's a bit of a, you have to kind of just accept that you might not, you won't know 100% of the activity that's going on in the home away from home. Well, Andy pretty blatantly said it sounds like a tryst pad. And I think he was talking about the two of them, but I don't know. Yeah, it was, but... The whole thing was super weird. And, and Caroline had this kind of like. She got a demented. little too smiley, a little too laughy. I just don't watch TV. I don't watch TV. It's all good. What the fuck was going on there? Nothing sacred. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing no, but, is going on. It felt a little nefarious. Yeah. It was a clandestine pad. Mm-hmm. But not so clandestine because he was openly marking it as... So where did they... They just assumed that he lived at a banquet hall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of on Chris Christie. I love like no one questioning up. that for yeah. years. He lives there. They were like, oh. Wait. This ain't adding but that's up. Also stupid. Like he probably that's Albert always seemed really annoyed to go on camera, and that's probably that was like probably one of the, he's like I don't want them to like know what this place actually is because once you're I, on camera and you're there, and then someone decides to do like a quick Nexus dick. Lexus or Lexus Nessa, whatever it's called, yes, <laughs> Lexus, dig up <laughs> your dirt, <laughs> Johnny Depp. Hey, George. Eliza Minnelli on the sign on to Lexus Nexus. <laughs> Hi, Georgia. Eliza Minnelli. <laughs> when when someone oh we've got a caller from Georgia, Marianne from Georgia. Hi, Georgia. <laughs> like all it takes is one search engine to bring uh, down Albert Senior's entire empire. Hmm. <laughs> But anyways, the thing is, too, is like none of them can call each other out for any of this, like on camera, because all of them have done some shady shit. Maybe not Kathy and Rich, but I'm sure you could dig something up on them. But like. Gorgas for sure. Gorgas for sure. Remember, I think it's next season. They start like a paper shredding business. (laughs) I was like. Honey, it's a little on the nose, don't you think? Teresa's dad probably, I mean, he got mad at like a shoe cobbler enterprise that <laughs> Kathy's mom's husband's, like he, I mean. 
no, they're all their hands are dirty somehow. And so you'll never they never come for each other over like everyone's illegal activity. I think Except for I really heard- Danielle, they tried to make her out to be I guess like prostitution. They that's where they draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> Sex but, work is really not okay with them. Yeah, but like everything else is fair game. Well, we. I love that they're like we've lied to about ma- oh, getting a government position, but like you may or may not have like fucked someone and gotten paid for it. Yeah. So like, it's sp- actually you're the bad person. We stand with sex workers, so Caroline and the the whole crew can go fuck themselves. Yeah, I say, sex work away. I applaud Danielle. Uh, she's, there's a reason she's been engaged 19 times. And you've only been married once. Okay? That's, a, that's a Guinness book. That's actually a... I'm, 19 times. That is unbelievable. That's probably over the course of... That means as long you as would I've have to get 19 boyfriends. And then... <laughs> Have them fall, or girlfriends, have them fall so in love with you that they propose marriage to you. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but 19 times. (laughs) And then to be, not only did she say that she was, and she wasn't just saying I was proposed. No, she was saying I was Then you accept the engagement, and you're engaged to someone, and you're (laughs) on track to get married, and then you realize they're not the person for you, then you unengaged Un- from them only to then meet another man f- go through the whole process again and then 17 more times after that you are just continually doing it it's uh, incredible and somewhere in there you're married for t- for 10 or 12 years <laughs> and have two humans yeah like it's somewhere in there you spend a decade in as a family with someone Danielle said the reason that she was engaged 19 times is because she, like, wouldn't have sex before marriage. Which I love that. I love that hustle. The And it's true. Like, the hustle for a woman of withholding sex from a man to get what you power. want is a power move that, one, I mean, will work. It's proven. Danielle... Staub proves it but there's way other proof out there so like i respect that she's just willing to like withhold the poon to get what she wants to get a ring to get a ring it's unbelievable i mean queen of of rings there's probably other ways that you could get something (laughs) having to get marriage proposed because some guy is so horny that he's like fine i'll literally give you a diamond ring so i can fuck you but men are so horny it just they like, are it won't like one of my current queens that is back in the news just a diversion is that woman who keep who's like it keeps getting revealed that she fucked like high level execute hollywood executives and keeps getting them oh fired. my god charlotte something charlotte kirk yeah she had a music video out apparently oh her she music literally video. took down ron meyer <laughs> she literally has had affairs she only has affairs with ceos she only has affairs with the heads of studios and also if you watch if you have watched any of her interviews or her music video like she is 
there she's like not all there there's like something going on that even just from my one-off i'd be like i'm gonna avoid this one like i just don't think but men are so horny they will throw any common sense out the window I need any straight men to weigh in. I need you to just like watch this music video and then tell me like if you would feel safe like continuing to engage with this woman. <laughs> she needs to be a housewife. She really does. She is iconic. Like she is bringing she is bringing Hollywood to its knees and I don't She even is. Think, I don't even think she means to do it necessarily. No, she I think she accident I mean I don't want to like take away her agency by saying like she's not fully, but I, 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 uh, it sometimes feels like she's like, oops, (laughs) another, another CEO, (laughs) another head of studio gone. I don't think that she set out to be like, and now I'll get my revenge or whatever. Like, I think that she really just wanted to be like a famous, she wanted roles. Like, that's why she was fucking all these guys it's because they were like yeah baby i'll put you in like fast and furious or something like that and like the unfortunate thing is no have you watched it (laughs) she is like she's not she maybe got like some kind of like background work maybe like one speaking line role in like a brett ratner film or something but she's like if you watch her own reels and stuff you're just like this woman like she's never gonna it's never going to happen. Like you could fuck God. every single studio guy, which it's possible that she did. And it is not going to come together for her career. But I think that if she wa- had it her way, she would probably just want them to stay in power. So eventually she would get a role. But the, she's just ain't getting the roles. And then they keep leave, coming down and she's like, damn it. <laughs> leave it to, leave it to a, a fucking horny, like straight guy that he can't even do what he says. Like, honestly, you're the head of a studio. There are so many people out there that you could have sex with that, like, wouldn't destroy your life. And you would have, like, a fun time. They would have a fun time. You could get things that you could be mutually beneficial to each other. You could, like, have sex with an up and coming, like, great hot actress who like wanted to fuck you and then you give her the role of a lifetime and then you both win and it's a great situation for everyone but instead you're so horny that you just like fuck kind of a tbd a little (laughs) bit she's kind of a psycho and then you lose everything (laughs) to be clear and again this was she was having consensual like everything was emotional and sexual like she was having like long-term affairs with these men so this wasn't just like i mean it was long-term affairs and then being like where are my roles being like where are the roles she was like where are they yeah she was like okay so i want a role and it's like it's kind of sad because it's just as like I'm sure people wanted to put her in things, but there also is just nothing for, like, she's just not a good actress. So, like, what do you do in that situation? I guess you bring Hollywood to its knees. Like, maybe she did. Like, I'm obsessed with her. She's she needs to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> she should be. Can she you imagine? a woman quaking in their boots. She's probably fucked all of their husbands. <laughs> <laughs> charlotte kirk do you follow her on instagram no i need to do you i i 
there was a Daily Mail article, and then we'll get back to Housewives. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about bonus, but there was a Daily Mail um, that linked to one of her Instagram. So I I looked on her page for a second, and I was like, nope. It was like her singing. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, she her her presence. She's not a star. No, but she's, she's not a star. A, but she, she is a star. She is a star. And she is iconic, but she is not a movie star, nor is she an actress, nor is she a pop star, singer, entertainer. She's just like a cultural juggernaut. Phenom. Yeah, phenom. She deserves reality, a docu-series, like something. She needs we'll need to give her her moment. She'll have it. The, who's uh-huh. making the documentary? Like, at me, please. Let me know. I'm sure Andy Cohen is has his wheels turning i hope he's reached out probably um (laughs) i love her Mm. oh okay so wait let's go back let's go back to back to jersey back to jersey to jersey to jersey there's a whole um montage of everyone's jersey horniness mm-hmm. and i was i felt very unwell afterward yeah i like uh i like anything with J- joe and melissa's horniness and like kathy and rich's is cute or whatever but like there's a moment where andy asks Teresa, she's like how about you and joe like uh, are is he horny and she goes joe's pretty horny i gotta say and i was just like Mm-mm. also when he was talking when he was like melissa like i've never seen a hornier man than your husband like how often do you and the camera and melissa was like <laughs> and then you they kind of showed Teresa a little and Teresa was looking down which like maybe she was like i don't want to hear this about my brother but also like mm, i think she'd be fine to hear that she seems <laughs> like she seems like to have no boundaries with between her and her brother so i don't see why Mm -hmm. she would draw the line there i think it's just like she's mad that someone else is hornier than she and joe are yeah no i'm she's just like she can't handle anyone outdoing her and her husband even if it comes to her brother's sex life she cannot handle it she has to be the horniest you know the hottest horniest shiniest like dressiest bumping uglies at all times <laughs> disgusting andy asked kathy like how she makes sure that like rich rich and her have like a hot relationship and kathy gave some really good advice which was i listen to him and i make him feel like he's the king <laughs> and i was like i wrote that i wrote that down and that's getting saved in my like best advice of 2020 and everyone and everyone went like this Mm. Caroline went. <laughs> Caroline's obsessed with Kathy now. She loves Kathy. Loves, loves, loves. I make him feel like a king. And I make him feel like he's a king. Take note, Power. everyone. If you're fucking someone or want to fuck them, listen to them and make them feel like they're the king or queen. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy has a lot of quiet power to her. Oh, totally. She's very self-assured. Mm-hmm. And I love that about her. And she also knows when to stay 
quiet or like not get into something like she she won't take the bait a lot of the time with Teresa, which I respect as well, because that would be very difficult to do. But she but she'll also chime in when it's really funny and like something like later when Teresa's like, oh, he was talking about Kathy and she's like, oh, cool. So it's it's okay that she's talking about me. (laughs) She's like, oh, raccoon eyes over here. I guess that's me. Yeah. Um, also we find out Melissa, so Andy said there's a lot of rumors about, or question, have you ever swam in the lady pond, which she always loves to ask. Mm -hmm. And Melissa says, no, but he's like, well, there's some rumors. And she's like, well, so when I was in high school, my best friend was gay, a girl. And she wrote like a tell all article about me and her having like a torrid, secret affair in high school and i was like what i need to find that article a and b like justice for the lesbian in this situation right yeah i could see i could see that uh yeah 100 percent. did you right? see you saw what everyone saw what melissa looked like in high school <laughs> <laughs> she definitely no she totally had like a like She's- wives of bath like (laughs) she had a little bit of like she had a little bit of a lesbian thing going on Mm -hmm. the way she said she was so like no it was just um yeah nothing happened i was like um i want that limited series my brilliant friend my brilliant friend she had a my brilliant friend relationship okay so tbd actually if this woman is uh (laughs) telling the truth because uh (laughs) 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 all right (laughs) so jamie bauer is the name of melissa's bff from high school who is a bartender and she's alleging that melissa dated her for 18 months while she was still a teenager and she gave some photos to prove her claim But she gave oh. this she gave this interview to the National Enquirer. So mm. she probably got paid for it. Yeah. I don't um, believe it. Yeah. She said Melissa had one of the most insatiable sexual appetites I'd ever found in a woman. <laughs> Declared Ew, her a legend. Talking about her form- as a teenager. I know, like go, Jamie, chill. Declared her alleged former girlfriend, Jamie, adding that Melissa once led a hell-raising life that is nothing like her now squeaky-clean motherly image. This domesticated family woman that fans see on Bravo is definitely not the same wild child I used to share a bed with when we were younger. She, Jamie reveals oh. she met Melissa when she was a 16-year-old sophomore at South Florida's Boca Raton High School back in 1995. Jamie was also 16 at the time. We met one Mm. night at a house party, and it was love at first sight, says Jamie. As a couple, we couldn't have been a more unlikely pair. Melissa was from an affluent family and hung out with all the popular kids. She was a cheerleader, never got into trouble, and made good grades. I was just the opposite. I was a high school dropout and already living on my own, says Jamie. (laughs) This is sounding more and more like Monster. I know, it sounds like like Larry Clark's Bully, that movie Bully, (laughs) that takes place in like... The Everglades. 
after we started dating, Melissa told me I was the first girl she'd ever been with. We managed to keep our relationship a secret from her mom for several months, even though I spent the night at her house several times a week and we'd sleep in the same bed. Jamie adds that Melissa's mom eventually caught on to the relationship and banned them from seeing each other, though they did still secretly. I'd sneak into Melissa's bedroom window several times a week for sex, claims Jamie. Eventually, things cooled off between the two, and Jamie was sent to jail for a probation violation. <laughs> oh my God. Jamie adds that Melissa still wrote her steamy letters almost every day while she was in jail. However, things ended after 18 months of dating when Jamie discovered Melissa had cheated on her. When I got out, I found out she'd cheated on me with another girl while I was away, states Jamie. A heartbreaker, Melissa. Damn. Um, I love that this Jamie person first said Melissa was nothing like how she appears she was a wild child and then she was like melissa made the best grades and was a good girl it was like okay, yeah. so what's your story then you fucking jailbird maybe i mean i feel like there could be some truth in there like yeah some there's like morsels probably but i feel like it was but it does sound like like a tale of like south south florida like this is South Florida shenanigans. And also now I'm looking at a picture of the photos of the two of them. And it just looks like friends that are girls. Like there's no, what, like, what's not her like name? Jamie Bauer. There's like photos of them, like hanging out on the couch or whatever. And one is like their arms are around each other, but they would make a hot couple for sure. I can't see Jamie Bauer. Mm-hmm. B-A-U-E-R. Oh, Okay. Here I'm chatting you a photo. Of oh, her. whoa! I see her. Yeah. Oh my god! To re- oh my god. <laughs> yeah, she looks. They were Jamie, just girlfriends. I think they were just girlfriends. Also, it's like okay, Jamie. If she wrote you the letters, like produce the letters, then that would be the proof. Okay. Jamie, you're a liar and a fraud. Jamie, a personal assistant to an adult film star. Jamie was the show. Jamie was the Eileen Warnos in the situation, and Melissa was the Christina Ricci. Yeah, I I thought we were gonna party. You said it was gonna be party, party, party. Did I? This was supposed to be fun. Remember? Yeah. You said we were gonna be partying. <laughs> now we're we're not doing any of that. <laughs> That was exactly the relationship. And then Jamie went to jail. I love that Jamie's like, she was supposed to stay with me, but then she cheated on me. I'm like, you're both in teenagers. Oh, I love it. The twisted tales. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. 
And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. At one point, Caroline, Andy asked Caroline if she if she and Albert pay for her son's rent in their new in their Hoboken apartment, and she's like, "No, no." She goes, "Nope." And I was like, "A lie, <laughs> lie, a bold, a fucking." Lie. They bought, bought the apartment. The, yeah, well, I guess that's actually true. They just bought. Oh the yeah, that is. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry, they- <laughs> you can't pay for that apartment. I've worked at restaurants, and like, you can't. A bartender and an unemployed, yeah, a deputy sheriff. (laughs) Blackwater does not pay for that view. No, 
Also, Andy asked Caroline how her sex life is with Albert Sr. And she goes, that is my very personal business and I will not share. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so you never fuck. Yeah. She's just on a She's on a high train. horse. Yeah. She's yeah. On she's on a train media train horse. cleanup job. But then Tree oh. just chimes in out of nowhere and she goes, I do have to say, Caroline is very sexy. <laughs> Teresa. She's like, I've seen her. I, I can I can tell. Teresa was trying to like butter Caroline up so she would stop talking shit to her at the reunion. But that's sure. also not the way to do it. No, Caroline was like, did not like that. Caroline, maybe a lot of things, but sexy is not necessarily the first adjective that pops into my mind when one says to me, Caroline Manso. Except when she was... I mean, she what? That's hair. Her hairstyles and her just like power hair on a runway or at New Year's. That was sexy. I was ready to to Dale, but like Caroline and just like mom mode. Not mm -mm. she shaves her face in the shower. Caroline also when they bring up the hair, she's like, "I'm hair challenged or I'm hair impaired," and I was like, "Don't knock yourself that much." You're not hair impaired. Your hair looks pretty great here at this reunion. Yeah. She kind of does that like fluffy Hillary Clinton hair and it suits her fine. And also I love just a bold decision with hair. Me too. Then yeah, Caroline is asked about Lauren losing weight. And she said, if I can't look at my child and say, you need to lose weight, then who can? I was like, damn. She goes, she goes, I'm a pit bull. I'm not going to tell Lauren she's beautiful when she needs to lose weight. And then, and then you, look, you cut to Kathy and Kathy's nodding. Mm-hmm. They kind of all agreed <laughs> with that. I was like, uh... What? <laughs> what? Pray tell? What? What's that? I'm going to lie to her. I'm a pit bull. I'm not going to lie to her and tell her she's beautiful when she needs to lose weight. Okay, <laughs> mom. <laughs> My mom said that to me. I'd fling myself off of something. <laughs> My you, mom would find, you would find the nearest spike to impale yourself. <laughs> yeah, I would fully... It would be like a crisis moment. Mm-hmm. I love she's just matter of fact. I'm not going to tell her she's beautiful when she needs to lose weight. You can, <laughs> you can Thanks, tell mom. your child you, can, you look beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you can say you're beautiful to me no matter what size you are. You are beautiful inside and out. Yeah. No, but not for me. No, I'm not gonna not do for that. For me, I'm a pit bull. I'm a pit bull. Woof, woof. I'm a pit bull. Woof, woof. Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> and then, and then you just cut to Melissa, and she goes, <laughs> "Someone wrote in. A viewer wrote in. Caroline Manzo needs to sit down and shut up. How do people deal with her meddling?" Which had me laughing out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. And Caroline, then it, Caroline, it's revealed that she and Dina aren't speaking anymore. Oh, and yeah. Now we really know why the full story, because she, someone attacked Dina's boyfriend with a slapjack. Yeah. And Caroline definitely knew about it. 
And then Karen, and then Andy's like, are you a hypocrite for saying all this shit to Teresa about her family when you have your own family drama? And Caroline goes, no, because my heart is pure and true. <laughs> At one point, yeah, she goes, she, she goes, Dina and I, she goes, very sad. She goes, I've been trying to reach out to her for months. And then she goes, and then, and then Teresa's like, you don't speak to like half of your family. And she goes, eight out of 10. She goes, eight out of 10. I speak to eight out of 10 of my siblings. And I would speak yeah. to nine if they would like, and I was like, okay. And yeah. And Andy's like, do you know what happened with Dina? And she goes, I don't know what happened with Dina. I love, she's just like, her whole thing is like, I have no idea, but she's mad. And if she needs to feel really mad, then that's fine. Like, to- we know total why. operator. We know why. Because so she like, was terrified for her literally life. Literally tried to kill Dina's boyfriend and beat yeah. the shit out of him in a parking lot. Your brother-in-law. Your brother-in-law. Hired someone to beat up Dina's boyfriend. In the brownstone so, parking lot, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, no, in a, I think... Yeah, yeah, yes, because no, it was Tiny Manzo that was found in a shopping center parking yeah. lot. Um, they love the parking lot. <laughs> they love. So, no wonder Dina fled to the West Coast. Yeah, Dina, Dina was in, like, like Malibu fuck now. you. Dina's she's doing everything right. But no, I don't know what happened. And she goes, someone was spreading lies, and then she's like, kind of alluding that it was Teresa. Mm-hmm. And and then we found out Teresa, Teresa, and Melissa drops the bomb that. Teresa and Dina weren't speaking for like half a year. Yeah, but now they're like friendly again. And Melissa was like, Teresa's like, that's a lie. I never. And then and then Melissa goes, you literally used to call me and just say, I hate Dina. <laughs> the best thing is that everything Teresa says, someone has the truth and they're like, yeah. okay. And then you just see her being like, ah, like she malfunctions and can't even just say like damn you're right like sorry about that oops yeah (laughs) it's just a full momo robot meltdown yeah she short circuits internally eight out of ten eight out of ten (laughs) fucking ten (laughs) can you imagine having ten siblings no i wouldn't speak to most of them either i don't blame her (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you have you have a lot as it is. Yeah, I have three siblings. Jealous. It's a lot. I wish Andy I had goes. Three. How long have you not spoken to Dina? Caroline goes. It's been a few months. It's been a few months. I love. We get. There's like huge what happened to her energy going on like first melissa says it while tree is like screaming about her friendship with dina and then mm-hmm. melissa to the, like caroline goes what happened to her she's evil she's turned evil and then later Teresa says that to caroline then caroline says that to Teresa, and it's just like everyone asks everyone else what happened to them yeah <laughs> no one knows what happened no then we cut to a montage of ashley and it opens with like her arsonist dad and stepmom showing up to that bar and oh my god 
after knowing like that they were out on bail for burning their own house down for the insurance money so they could buy plastic surgery and jewels the whole vibe their whole vibe takes on like a new meaning yeah they were probably like the stepmom is leaning on the bar and she like flings her hair around she's like hmm like i was just like i could picture her lighting the match and like throwing it in the house they were like we gotta get out of dodge for a few weeks let's go to jersey let's go to jersey and we can talk to my kid use her as cover maybe they'll pay us to be on that show yeah (laughs) (laughs) see if we can work a deal Maybe. See if we can work a deal. I'll do anything. I'll be on that show. Yeah, I maybe they'll pay. New face. Maybe they'll pay us. They'll do that, right? Jaw out. Yeah, and then later she's like, "They probably like, <laughs> I'll only appear if you pay us." And they're like, "Fine, we'll give you fifty bucks." Yeah, works for me, I guess. <laughs> Justice for fucking Ashley is all I will leave you with in this pod i am team ashley ride or die against her parents no, she blocked us well oh yeah i was gonna say blocked you not me but then i remembered we're both blocked <laughs> damn it but ashley if you're li- <laughs> fuck but if you're listening we i support fucking, you i support you we support you well laura supports you i support okay. you <laughs> carries on the fence but like I support her. I Just get it. I was a in mess. In that situation, guess what? In that situation, I if I were her, I'd be fucking furious at my parents too. Chris Mando, I don't get her fury at him other than just like being mad and resentful Lareda. that her mom has a new life. Oh yeah, Chris Larita has a new life with him because he did like get her a car. Like he's giving her lots of gifts and that would actually like it's not enough my love can absolutely be bought so that would have worked for me in that situation but i understand Mm. i understand where her anger comes from and i see her i empathize and i'm here with her even though she has blocked me Mm. well basically uh they talk about ashley and then caroline says something (laughs) like she goes (laughs) She's very cunning, that one. What did she, she say? Like she, she says, that kid has attitude and swagger like I've never seen. Swagger? Caroline, I, like, loves Ashley. She loves Ashley. Because Ashley's, like, outspoken. Caroline likes, like, an outspoken woman. Mm-hmm. And I think she makes her kids look better. Yeah. And I think she probably genuinely likes Ashley's style. Like, I think Caroline would wear more fedoras if she could. <laughs> and coats. <laughs> and berets. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beanie. She, she like, there's probably one. She Ashley probably came over one night and she was like in the kitchen and Caroline was like, where do you get these hats? What are those hats what that you, you wear? What are those things? You look like Robin Hood. I want one. one of those hats from Paris. I try it on. No, I couldn't try it on. They had a bonding moment where they where Ashley let Caroline try on her beret. Mm-hmm. Oh, I th- I like this. I feel like I'm a detective. I'm a private eye. Wow, Caroline, Caroline's private eye services. I feel like Faye Dunaway. No, I'm in Chinatown. <laughs> Remember we went at Caroline and Albert like 
did a business in Dubai. They have a business in like, Dubai. Remember they're like in like Syria and Dubai or something. Oh yeah. That like off that just like one moment where she was like, we've done a lot of business in Syria. Yeah. We were like, we're like what? what? <laughs> I need to their tax returns as well. Can we get like the Supreme court to agree? Yeah. Let's get in there. Every reality star should have to publish their tax returns. Just like Trump. Yeah. It's it's required. Like we need like Jackson Britney's tax returns, the Manzos. Mm. I want to see. Also, speaking of Lisa really fast, some Alisa Rena or Lisa Vanderpump fan Twitter was like, "What are your thoughts on the Ellen situation?" And Teresa was like, <laughs> "She's only ever been nice to me." Lisa said that They've probably rubbed shoulders at like various events and stuff. She was like, I've appeared on it on Ellen's show thrice. Oh, she said, twice I've appeared on the show. And and twice she's been nothing but kind to me, so I can't say for myself. And I was I just loved her. Twice I've appeared. Twice I've appeared. Like a like a vision. Twice I've received stigmata. Frauds. We'll support other frauds, is all I'm going to say. Fraud supporting frauds. Fraud supporting frauds, and that's how it goes. Speaking of fraudulent, Christina, I was <laughs> Teresa. I don't know why I said Christina. Teresa. Teresa comes out of the woodwork after they're talking about like Victoria's brain tumor, and she goes, Victoria changed my life, and now I just didn't learn from her not to take things so seriously. <laughs> I was like, bitch, what the fuck are you fucking saying right now? You literally yeah, get mad if someone like breathes at you wrong. We Yeah, we did like a montage of just the, the uh, Wakili house just being like this sort of classic family like the kids are really well behaved it's a beautiful family goes, he's like he's like kathy do you think victoria's brush with death has given her like more of a gratitude for life and she's like i'd say so yes and you cut to <laughs> Teresa, and she's Teresa's dabbing her eyes almost like okay cue here the water go. here we go <laughs> and Teresa goes every day i was at the hospital to see victoria and then you just see kathy's face and kathy goes <laughs> mm, yeah you were you came a few times kathy's her fate kathy kathy has like a she's you just see her she goes like this mm. i mean nothing would enrage a, especially a mother more than like yeah. if someone if their child was in the hospital and then someone tries to who she already doesn't like is trying to say like i was there every day and also you like, can't how does Teresa think that that's okay? Like, how does she think she can say that to the mother of a girl who was had a brain tumor <laughs> and had to get a brain tumor removed? And how is she going to pull that off? Like, that's how delusional Teresa is at this point. I think that she really is trying any tactic that she can. Like, she's just anything that she can to in hopes that people will be like, Oh, totally. And like, see, like, see a new side of her. So, like, any opportunity that she can, like, grab onto to make herself, like, seem more empathetic, like, to an audience or even to her friends, she'll take it. And mm-hmm. especially in this moment where she's like, Victoria taught me a lot. Like, just rewriting, blatantly rewriting history and, like, telling a lie right to your face about your own actions. 
your own and also to <laughs> your own to, to your someone's own family child. using yeah. your cousin's child's life-threatening brain tumor as like a way to m- make other people understand you better making she made it about her yeah i love it but it, it, it's a little and, bit but what psychopaths also, do oh it's a total psychopath move because then also it's not even like it'd be one thing if you could relate it back to like pin it to an actual action of yours and be like yeah because of her like i decided to like volunteer and like really devote a lot of my life to like helping other children in need but Teresa just says a bold-faced lie which is i have chilled out and it really i don't take things so seriously and it taught me not to be so petty when it's like and everyone and literally everyone on the couch is like what (laughs) but i love i love when she goes yeah, I was there every day at the hospital. And you just see Kathy go, mm, no. She goes, no, I mean, you were there, but you were there. not every day. <laughs> Teresa's like, why? I came with Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> I came with Rosie. And then like, immediately someone says something to her and then Teresa just snaps about him. So I'm like, where did this like pettiness disappear yeah. to? Teresa really thinks that everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, Teresa, that's incredible. Like, and you're so right, actually. Like, I never looked at it that way. But, like, you really have, like, released. And now that you said this, like, I fully, I see exactly where you're coming from. You are an incredible woman. There is nothing worse than a combination of narcissism and just stupidity. Because she she, she thinks... She thinks she's being clever, but it's actually like be, calling her a psychopath is probably too. She's like, not calculated enough. She's, she's not calculated. She's so stupid that she can't like <laughs> she can't pair her agenda with like any sort of wiliness. Yeah. It's all right out there. It's completely <laughs> reactive and just like in the moment being like, oh, this will work and then trying it and then someone's like no and she's like and then like just waits for the next opportunity it's like a dog kind of she goes like that but it's a bad dog she starts dabbing kathy's like the fuck are you dabbing like (laughs) the fuck are you crying about (sighs) then Teresa says that she she has i distant myself from them i distant myself from them because Talking about Rich and Kathy because Rich busted on her all the time. Basically, Rich just like made fun of Teresa and it made everyone laugh. And then Teresa is so like narcissistic that she took it all really personally. So she distanced herself from them. And Andy goes, Are you trying to say distanced? <laughs> she goes, Distant. 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 And he goes, Distance. And she goes, Distance. This is after she, this is also <laughs> just after she said that Rich, the man that she's saying, the reason why she distanced herself, his daughter <laughs> taught her how to not take things so personally. Yeah. Like her, she's just a fucking zigzag. It's like insane. How do you, like, I felt for Caroline because Caroline's like, I'm going crazy. I'm in the crazy house. I want to leave. I'm going I crazy. I'm going here. crazy. Are you having crazy time? I'm having crazy time. I feel like a cuckoo. And Melissa's like, are you cuckoo? And she goes, I'm cuckoo. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the nut house. Crazy town over here. I, I feel like I'm going crazy on this couch. Why did I even come? Why did I even come? What? <laughs> this was the moment I wrote in my notes, like after she talked about distant herself, I just wrote, thank God Tree went to jail. 
<laughs> you know. Also, she says she says uneducated <laughs> instead of educated. Uneducated. Uneducated. Oh, and then she says. Then they get into the christening and all the drama that went on there and the like the claims that Adriana was left unattended, which That's she it. was. And <laughs> Teresa comes for Kathy and she goes, Yeah, so when the going got tough, you ran away. And I am like, Yeah, there was a literal brawl going down. Like everyone wanted to run away from the physical violence. <laughs> no, Teresa wanted Kathy to throw down and get in with her. Like she, she wanted, wanted she was like, I expected you as my family to get down and start punching, throwing punches like I did. Yeah. Like pulling hair and like, like getting physical. I love you. Got, you ran away and the going on tough. You, there you go. You ran away. And that's actually not true. Kathy no. stayed. Kathy like, <laughs> Kathy's like, the children were screaming. <laughs> Kathy like went charged in and it's like the kitty corral, like trying to get all the kids like saved. Teresa actually ran away. Yeah, she ran. She scampered off. Philomena on the other end did not run away. Philomena, Philomena was <laughs> throwing punches left and right. Well, in Teresa's world, it's like you you have to be completely loyal to her, even mm-hmm. if she terrorizes you. And like is cruel to you and like makes you feel like shit when you're with her. You must if the if like if she's about to throw down, like you were expected to fall in line and be like a soldier of Teresa. Yeah, she wants nothing. But she would never help you. No. I'm I'm busy. I have the kids and I got stuff to do. Did we did did we discuss last time how I, I had a theory that I thought Kathy like used to like smack Teresa around when they were kids mm-hmm. and Teresa, there's like a little bit of fear with Teresa and Kathy yeah Kathy holds some sort of power over Teresa like Teresa doesn't go as crazy on Kathy as she goes like on her brother and Melissa she's older mm-hmm. she's like Teresa's I think Teresa has like beneath all of her fuckery there's like a layer of respect still yeah for Kathy nothing but respect for our queen kathy but um <laughs> i think kathy used to get a pretty physical with everyone because then she says she reveals that she pulled rosie's hair once i bet rosie just delivered like a firm smackdown oh. and that might have just stopped <laughs> kathy from ever raising a hand to anyone ever again oh you know kathy and rosie used to get into like fist fights rosie beat kathy to a pulp <laughs> she literally right. like Jared Leto fight clubbed Kathy and Kathy had to reconstruct her whole head and then she swore off violence for the rest of her life I also think I could see Rosie beating the shit out of Joe Judice when they were Hell kids yeah. I think Joe's afraid of her too because mm-hmm. they're Joe like has a weird like he really he like respects Rosie. Yeah. No, they're they're like chums, and like especially in the next season, like they they like bro down together. Oh, I love that. Um, I but yeah, was... but she... <laughs> oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, so Teresa's like so. Teresa actually ends up admitting that she did leave Adriana unattended. She just didn't like Kathy telling Saying her. That. Yeah. And she goes, and then, and then Caroline goes, I told Kathy that night. It wasn't the time and place for that. We get it. It wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right time. Hmm, and then we get so, the cut of 
Teresa's saying, she goes, Ma, Ma, Kathy says I left Adriana unattended. You know that's not true. And then you hear the mom goes, She's just, you're supposed to be a cousins. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> you are supposed to be a cousins. <laughs> she goes, Cugini. That's cousins in Italian. Ooh. Cugini. Oh my god, really fast friend of pod Caroline Moss sent an article last night <laughs> that said <laughs> make uh Make and jar Pomodoro to last all year long. It's a New York Times article about Pomodoro. Pomodoro is trending hard. Someone sent us a video of that of Gigi in Milan during Fashion Week, Gigi Hadid, and she's like standing in front of like a store, like posing for her fans to take photos. And literally some Italian person is going, Gigi, we love you. We love you, Gigi. <laughs> Someone wrote, Pomodoro strikes again. Pomodoro loves Gigi. And truly, Pomodoro did surface in Milan <laughs> and loves nothing more than a Hadid sister, but specifically Gigi. Oh, Gigi, we oh, love you. Gigi, we love you, Gigi. <laughs> You are you honor the Italian GG. Stay here. Wait, I need to play the audio of this because it truly is. Mm. Oh my god! Gigi! Gigi, I love you! Gigi! I'm a big fan of you! Gigi! Oh my god! Gigi! Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, Gigi, I, I love you. Gigi, oh, oh, Gigi. Gigi, I love you. I'm a big fan of you. <laughs> like, that is the most, pom- that almost feels like it was superimposed into the clip. That like is a- Pomodoro. I don't even know who made that or if it's real, but it truly captured the exact Pomodoro speech. <laughs> Oh, oh, Philomena! I've had enough of this house. This house is so violent. I violence everywhere. I must go back to the motherland. Goodbye. Shut up, you. (laughs) Get out here. Shut up, you. Get back back in the pot. I smush you. (laughs) I am sick of these threats. No more threats. Oh, not the jar for me. Oh, I put you in three separate jars. You will be in the jars. That's like Russian more. Gigi, uh, <laughs> I love you. Pomodoro went to Italy, moved to Italy, swam across the sea, got out of Italy, so, and has been living his best life ever since. How long Never did it take to back. the ocean? Weeks. Nay, months. <laughs> and he had some close calls getting swimming getting with his skinny little arms Woo. He goes, yeah. i have all the sharks and the whales to get to the motherland to get to italy <laughs> he almost got swallowed by a whale yeah almost he may have even gotten swallowed by a whale and then just lived inside a whale for a while and then got oh, blown. It's, so nice here. it's like a warm cabin it is it's not like italy but i will take it 
I will take it. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's okay with me. And then he got blown out of the whale's blowhole back into the... <laughs> he was like... He made a little home for himself inside of a whale. He made a little fire and he would put like sticks up and then just warm himself over the fire and he accepted his life inside the whale. But then one day, the whale just blew. He was ooh, ooh, it's pretty like, rocky in the here. <laughs> Ooh, there's lots of a bile in this stomach. And oh, then the no. way- <laughs> landed, he landed right on, on the on the shores of Spain. Mm-hmm. Where then he just walked the rest of the way to Italy yeah. and hitchhiked with a few kind Italians that picked him on the street. Oh, please, I may have a ride. I'm trying to go to Milano. Oh, uh, either a car, a horse-drawn carriage, anything, a buggy, anything, a little moped. <laughs> Take me there. And then he rode into town on the back of a like a scooter. <laughs> he arrived in Rome on the back of a scooter. And he went, he went up to right the to that fountain town. and he Spanish Trivi Fountain. He threw a little coin and he goes, Wish you me good luck. Yeah, and then, and he, then... and then he stopped around at the fountain. He went, <laughs> Oh, I'm back here. I must bathe in the fountain for good luck. And then he got chased away by poli- la policia. <laughs> But he's just been a total Italian pomodoro since then. He has. Aww. And then 2018, he had a peak of life experience when he saw Gigi Hadid. Oh, Gigi. Oh, Gigi. I love you, Gigi. I'm a big fan. Gigi, I love you so much. Oh, Gigi. I love everyone pointing and screaming at Teresa. There's just a point where it's Caroline and Melissa just at her. Is that when Teresa calls Caroline? She goes, you're like the exorcist. Yeah, she goes, what happened to you? What's happened to you? Like, just trying to say, again, her just saying, like, not even realizing she's saying the exact thing that Melissa said. Like, that someone's going to think, yeah, what did happen to you, Caroline? Yeah. No one's gonna side with you, Teresa. Like this is yeah. not your time. I mean, what? I mean, she looks around. What happened to it? What happened to you? This is when Teresa says she was. She wrote in her blog that she was devastated that Joe and Melissa wouldn't stay for Christmas, and that they went to Kathy's instead. And then mm-hmm. she tries to claim that they only stayed at her house for an hour before they left. And Ka- and Melissa says, no, we were there for three hours. And then Teresa goes, I was devastated. <laughs> and I Melissa was like, why? Devastated. And Melissa's like, why would I want to stay there when you guys were all being mean to me? That's like Joe was literally sitting in a corner drinking wine. She's a witch. She's a witch. <laughs> Get that witch out of here she's like i literally like she's like your husband's in the sitting in the on the kitchen island literally calling me a raccoon with an earshot and then and then Teresa goes he was talking about kathy (laughs) and then kathy goes oh great that's nice and then you just hear melissa go Teresa." (laughs) i love when melissa has to like clutch her pearls at something Teresa Mm -hmm. says she plays (laughs) that role really well oh Teresa. Teresa. Teresa goes to Caroline. She goes, Oh, you would just want an hour with your family. That would be enough. And Caroline goes, I will take a second with my family. That was Caroline's big I would take a second moment. with my family. A second. <laughs> I would take a second 
it with my family. 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 I don't think it with my family. <laughs> then we find out Teresa went wild on her blog. And she just blogged her little heart away and said all <laughs> sorts of things on the blog. She said, Melissa broke up our fa- family and she wants it that way for her own gain. And it's like, yeah. you're an insane person that you would blog that. Well, she also says, um, Andy's like, do you, do you think it's possible that like, cause we find out Joe was engaged twice before Melissa mm-hmm. and, and Melissa's like w- reveals that it's because, uh, they couldn't get along with Teresa and her, and her parents. <laughs> and, and Andy was like, do you think it's possible that like, you might never like any of the girls that your brother is with? And Teresa's like, nah, that's not true. Great. Yeah. Once again, just like won't even admit to anything so we can move forward. Was the blog where she where she talked about how Melissa like copied her and um Melissa's like, What are you talking about? Like my you went to my wedding and she goes, Well, your wedding, your the uh christening for Adriana was a lot fancier than your wedding. Yeah, she says first that she that Melissa like copied her so much. Melissa's like, "What are you talking about? Like, give me an example." And then Teresa, Melissa's like, "Well, I bought a dress for like a christening, and then you went and bought the same dress. So like, who's and wore it to your house last season?" Yeah, and then Caroline goes, "We're Northern Jersey Italian. We're gonna buy the same thing." And she and Kathy both point at each other in unison. They go, "We have the same." spread we have the same robe and then they all (laughs) laugh and i was like i have full body chills i've never wanted to be a northern italian jersey gal more in my life they say her and kathy are like astral twins they are they say it at the same exact time it's crazy they love it and tree Uh, so tree criticizes melissa's wedding flowers specifically and she's like, we're Italian, you're American, we do it a lot differently, and just like the flowers at your wedding, they were not, and it's like, I am not clear on what she was so mad about at the flowers, and Melissa's like, why wasn't Once I again, she's $30,000 on flowers. She's once again using her, like, full Italian heritage as, like, a weapon, mm-hmm. and she's like, she's, like, that's she goes for the jugular of what she thinks is a jugular by saying like, Oh, you're just American. Like your flowers weren't like, I guess large and in charge enough for a wedding. Yeah. But then she's critic, but then she criticizes the christening. So it's like, you've just negated your own point and you're just like a bitch. Like at the end of the day, like <laughs> what you're, you're mad that the wedding wasn't nice, but then the christening was really nice. So, but so what's the fucking point? And then Melissa brings up, too, she's like, we had a lot more money by the time we had a christening, which is why it was nicer. It's just like, this is common sense, Teresa. Like, you're not going to win, like, the mental gymnastics of these fights. So stop trying. And Melissa's like, do do, do I not seem like the person that goes over the top for my kids? And Teresa's like, wow. So, like, Teresa has this, like, insane theory about why she started copying the family like changing to like try to like rip off the the gorga way but then also like it's like you can't say we're italian and you're american 
and like begrudge someone for not doing it the Italian way. And then when they do do it the Italian way, you're mad about it. Like it's like nothing she does is ever going to be good enough. Yeah. You're setting up like a lose, lose situation for this person. Yeah. And then (laughs) Andy goes, you said a lot of things about Melissa. Is there anything you said this season about her that you regret? And then Teresa just goes, well, she did say a lot about me. I don't know what she regrets or not. Like, answer the wrong, like, and he goes, no. She answered I'm Melissa's ask- question. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if she has regrets. I and he goes, no, I'm asking you if you said anything that you have regrets about. And then she goes, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to think about what I said. And then Melissa goes, oh, you want a list? And pulls out her phone and just starts reading off, which I was like, yes. That's that was where we need to be. And then Melissa says, I, Andy asked Melissa that, and she goes, I probably would have not said we pay our taxes. Pay our bills. and or we pay yeah. our bills, which was like, she, she owned up to it. Mm-hmm. Which also, but she's also, like, she was right. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to, as Melissa's reading off everything, Teresa has like an excuse or some sort of like aside comment. And then she says one thing and Teresa goes, Okay, I'll regret that. (laughs) (laughs) The the bar or like the what Teresa, like the benchmark for what's bad and not is. I would just like to, I mean, I I wouldn't, but I would like to like spend an hour in Teresa's mind just to see and then like never go in there again. But maybe I would I would come out with like a shock of hair. Yeah, you would come out with like one of the with a gray streak. Mm-hmm. I just think her brain is like it must just be running a thousand miles an hour, like too fast, and like everything's wrong, and just like in defensive attack mode. Which mm-hmm. also, it's like she is going through like a totally. scandal that will lead her to being incarcerated for a long time. So that's stressful. She's too much on her plate and she doesn't have the she doesn't have the tools, as my mom would say. Yeah. Andy comes for Joe Judice saying faggot and having Joe Gorga in his phone as <laughs> faggot. And then everyone kind of like sticks. Yeah, up this for part him. was this was, this was really so bizarre. weird. Caroline first of all, Caroline will come for Teresa all day but she has like a weird soft spot and excuses joe judice's behavior yeah and like we're sitting with two people that have gay siblings like Mm -hmm. kathy has rosie caroline has jamie Jamie. so like two of them have greg and greg and also yeah and like so they all, and then Teresa is Kathy, you know, Rosie's cousin. Anyway, they all have gay family members. And Andy's like, that's not, Joe can't say that. And and Teresa goes, oh, well, he's, you know, he doesn't get, like, I, you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. Like, she doesn't. He doesn't mean that as an offense. It's just fine. And it's like, everyone kind of backs her up. And it was just an interesting glimpse into, I guess, like, a attitude about, saying gay people in 2011 and gay people and also just like just not the like not getting like why that would be harmful Mm -hmm. or anything it was very bizarre and you i felt like having gay like gay it was like there is such a disconnect 
Yeah, and it, you could just tell Andy was kind of at a loss for words at that moment because he was just like, okay, but does Joe know that that's not okay to say? And then he's like, Caroline, you have a gay sibling. How does that make you feel when you hear Joe Judice saying that slur? And Caroline goes, I don't, it was no malice against the gay community. And I was like, what the f-? And then they all go, yeah. And then Kathy agrees. I was like, what? <laughs> Judas's. The lot of them. Well, it's just, it's, it's, you're right. It's interesting. I think that they don't, like, I think when it comes to, like, they're okay with it if it's, like, they're someone they grew up with or, like, love. Mm-hmm. But if it's on a, on like a whole scale, like they probably are like, oh, I don't see the what's the problem with that? Boys will be boys. Yeah. But then Andy's like, what if like your daughter said that if your daughters hear him saying that they would then say it to someone on the playground? And then he goes, what if like, Gia ever said that? She would never say that. But what was interesting, too, is that <laughs> Melissa has a moment. She goes, Joe uses two <laughs> words a lot. It's the F word and another word. And I think that she's talking about the N word. Whoa. Yeah, she's like, the other word I'm not going to say. Yeah. And I think that it was like, just saying. Totally. I could see that. I was just like, He clearly has, I mean, just in terms of the, the, the fag word, um, that he F means word it as like a he means it as a put down and as like a yeah um, and it clearly he has some fixation on it mm-hmm. I mean you have I've never known anyone to have someone I mean maybe like if it's like part of their their like dynamic or role play but like I've never I don't think anyone has someone in their phone as faggot unless they're meaning it for cruelty yeah. Right. I mean, that's in, that's kind of it. That's incessant. Yeah. Unless you're meaning it, it's like a total joke and it is your joke with your good friend yeah, like, and you both have each other in your phones. It's faggot, which to me is kind of hilarious. Like, but if you don't like someone or you have beef with someone and then you put them as faggot in your phone, chances are like you mean that as like a slur to like hurt them. Teresa goes, they, they say it to each other. They're f-. And then and then Melissa's like, no, that's not true. Like, my husband never says that. <laughs> she goes, Joe says two words a lot. Oof. Ooh, yeah. No malice against the gay community at all. Okay, no, Caroline. Joe- okay, Caroline. <laughs> Known ally, Caroline Manzo. Yeah, advocate. Whew, I mean, can- ma'am. <laughs> all breathe easy because Caroline Manzo said that Joe Judice has no malice against the gay community. <laughs> Gay, what would what would gay advocate Caroline uh, Manzo say about this? Danielle Staub say. Remember in season one when she she'd came for like, Joe Judas? She probably would be like, "He is a faggot." <laughs> well, it's well, it's always that's well, he is. Well, I have to be quite honest with you. I have to be quite honest with you. He he very much is. <laughs> if I if I knew the definition of one, I'd say that that is indeed one but also it's like that i think it's true northern jersey italian and italian american lingo that's very much like an acceptable yeah i mean in that culture i think it's in a lot of cult like i'm i'm sure like irish i mean i've heard 
Catholic, Irish, Catholic people say that word. Like it's mm-hmm. just, it's in, it's embedded. Yeah. Not that that, I'm not saying like that makes it okay. I'm just like. No, no. But I, I think. why they would all be like, it just is a thing we say sometimes. Yeah. It was a little, it was a dark moment. <sighs> Andy brings up Gia's sad song. <laughs> and <laughs> this is when I started to just zone out because I was like, I can't take tree anymore. And everyone's basically being like, why would you have let your daughter sing this on national television and like put herself out there like that? Well, we, you know, I, I remember when we watched this episode, we talked about, I was, I said, like, I feel like Teresa was kind of like, oh, shit. <laughs> when she started singing it, but now I, I, she really like she put her up to it. I think. Yeah, I think she practiced. There were deleted scenes or something of her practicing the song ahead of time. Yeah, and I think when she said "Get my father out of here," she like knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. So, and I liked how Caroline called. She's like, "You weaponized your daughter." Yeah. And Tree goes, and "Caroline, she- go scratch." What a go pound sand. <laughs> My mom and says go pound sand. Go pound sand. And then Tree goes, I thought it was beautiful. And Caroline goes, that wasn't beautiful. It was tragic. She's right. It was tragic. It was hellish. Yeah. It was heinous. And she she completely used her daughter. She triangulated her traumatized daughter to, like, to make her a point. brother to prove a point to punish her brother and his his wife but then again much like everything Teresa tries to do it just made her look really bad (laughs) it's like she truly how many times it truly does take like going to jail to get her to understand herself better it's a blessing I think it it did I think jail was like the best thing that ever happened to her because one it humbled her and two it eventually got rid of Joe yeah, some I think people those were the two. need to go to jail, and I would argue like, yes, like there are some crimes that you should go to prison for. Fraud is definitely up there, but also I feel like you should be eligible for prison just for being like having a bad attitude, like Teresa. Like, yeah. there are some people that could use a little bit of jail time just to kind of like. Mm-hmm. Whip them into shape. I mean, I thought Lindsay Lohan would have learned something in jail. No, she wasn't in there long enough. Teresa had a good... You have to be in jail, like... How long was she in jail? Like, 10 months or something? Yeah. Yeah, I think you need to be 10 months. 10 months or above. You need a year sentence and then serve at least 10 months of that. 30 days in jail is, like, nothing. Anyone can do yeah. that. Lindsay just wailed the entire time and was like a drama queen. And like, I'm sure just like drove everyone else crazy. And was actually like a torturous experience for other people that were in there. <laughs> Cause like Alexis Myers was in jail at the same time as Lindsay. And she was like, every night I would just hear her like wailing. <laughs> Alexis did well. Yeah. Alexis, she did really well in jail. Jail was a net positive. We're seeing the Teresa that we, I think Teresa Still has some like maniacal twists and turns after jail, but I think she's on a whole a better a better off. Yeah, having I mean, gone through def- that, 
I don't and, know exactly. And getting rid of Joe, I really think Joe Judice was a true poison for her. I think she had all the ingredients herself and acted on her own volition. But I think Joe Judice totally twisted her, like twisted her up. Yeah, he, he knew sucks. How to play her? I got st- I got bit by a jellyfish. His recent <laughs> pose. Joe Judice just did a post like last week where he's just like topless. Looking great, by the way. He's looking on a beach, good. on the on a beach in Italy, and he just wrote his caption was "Got stung by a jellyfish," or "Got, got bit. bit by a jellyfish." <laughs> Love that for him. And then the second photo was a picture of a jellyfish, <laughs> like a stock photo. In case you don't know, this is a jellyfish. In case you don't know, this is this is a jellyfish. I like that nature is taking its revenge. Joe Judice is the kind of person who needs jail and then deportation. And then after that, nature needs to start taking its revenge. And then maybe he'll like change his ways. Some people need a mixture of punitive measures to really like do the deep look inside and be like, okay. The Italian lockdown was probably good for him. That was great for him. Though it did just throw him on like a coronavirus rant social media. Yeah. yeah. Look at this. He was one Empty of the earliest, the earliest rant, social media ranters. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> God. Well, it's been a journey and I'm journey. so glad to have been on this journey together. Me too. It It really helped. And I hope that... Everyone enjoyed it, and this will be our last foray into North Jersey for now. Yeah. Um, perhaps one day we'll return to our, our ladies of the North, but mm-hmm. for now we have to, you know, we have we to leave the brownstone. Well. I know. I'm, in a, I'm sad, but I know that it's the best thing, I think, for now. Laura and I are walking out of the brownstone in furs mm-hmm. and like click clacking cigarette mm-hmm. getting into like a, an SUV and driving off mm-hmm. putting our sunglasses looking, on looking mm-hmm. at night. Yeah. It's, it's winter where we are. Mm-hmm. It's like, God, this was the November. year we were going to go to Jersey and take it by storm. Next year. Next year. Yeah. 2021. 2021. Watch out. Watch out for 2021. 2021. I'm a pit bull. We have to have a show in Jersey. <laughs> I'm a pit bull. I'm not going to tell I'm you she's bull. beautiful. She needs to lose weight. I'm not going to tell you she's beautiful. I talked to 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. <laughs> eight out of ten. He, he's got a cot up there. Just a cot. Someone arrest his head. Someone arrest his head after a long shift. Long day. We live eight miles away. <laughs> Where we live is eight miles away. It's like, cool. That's awesome. literally how long it takes to get from where I live to like. Anyway. Actually, eight um, miles in LA is like really long. Eight miles yeah, in LA eight miles, is like warrant. That would warrant a second home somewhere to rest yeah. your head. But yeah. eight miles in, in like New a Jersey. suburbs is not second home necessary. Mm. My parents yeah. live eight miles away from each other in Oklahoma City. Takes 10 to 15 minutes to get between their houses, depending on how fast yeah. you drive. LA, it's 
LA eight miles, eight miles an hour. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> an hour to two, maybe two and a half. It really is true. Like all the tired jokes about LA driving, like they're all true. They're all true. Everything you hear, everything you hear is true. Everything you've heard. <laughs> we distant. We did. I distant myself from him. I distant myself from him and her. We're distant ourselves from New Jersey after this. I'm not un un uneducated. Uneducated. Um. Lars, you can follow Lara at laramarie.com. <laughs> at Lara at Lara Marie on Twitter and Instagram. Lars Marie on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Carrie at <laughs> Lars Marie at thinking of your website, LarsMarie.com at, at Lars Marie on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Carrie at E Cario. E Cario. <laughs> And um, stay, tuned stay tuned for, for what happens next. Yeah, we're going to take a brief pause and we'll be back. Yeah, we're going to take a week off and then we'll be back in two weeks with a whole new journey. But I will, yeah. we'll let you know in between then like what we're going to be up to after. <laughs> Some way, somehow, we'll get the message out. So stay tuned. And then stay if you want bonus episodes, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast. A lot of people have messaged me saying you and Carrie need to rewatch like season like early seasons of Vanderpump Rules and recap those, but your girl has already recapped early seasons of Vanderpump Rules with various guests and all of those episodes are on Patreon. Including me. Yeah, including you. So seasons one and two I recapped with various guests. Season three I actually did on Pumped Podcast and that early season of pump podcast is really really funny and that's also on patreon so for five dollars a month it's all there for you all this this treasure trove of content so check it out patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast i I think five dollars is a good deal it's a pretty decent deal for all the shit that you get yeah one low cost five dollars five dollars all right. Lars. Well, until next time. Love ya. Love, Love all you. y'all. Bye. Love all y'all, as Brittany would say. Love all y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.